0: Hello and welcome to Walk by Faith with Diana. I'm Diana Abercrombie and I'm so excited that you're here. I can't wait to see where God takes us on this journey. My goal for this podcast is to dig into God's Word, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us and teach us how to apply His Word to our lives and then turn around and help others in their faith walk. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 4:4. It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I don't think we can live it if we don't know it. I want us to dig into God's word, pick the scripture apart, and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us how to apply it in our lives. Again, thank you so much for being here with me. Let's start walking, shall we? To another podcast episode of Walk by Faith with Diana. I hope that you have been doing well since we last came together. I have definitely been loving this spring weather. Oh my goodness, it has been so beautiful. I was outside yesterday walking through my flower bed and my roses are blooming. The lantana is coming back from last year. My azaleas are absolutely beautiful. I love the springtime. And I have to tell you about my ferns. Now, almost every year I hang ferns from my porch, and normally I don't try to keep them from year to year. For whatever reason, in years past, I just haven't really been able to keep them alive from one year to the other. And I don't know if it's just because I take them down from the porch and I set them in the back and just kind of forget about them. I don't know, but for whatever reason, I'm not able to keep them alive. But Last year, they were so big and so pretty. I thought it would be so nice if I could just keep these alive and put them back up um, for this coming summer. So I put them in the backyard and I set them up underneath the eaves of the house so that just in case we had a bad frost or some particularly cold weather, um, they would be okay. And oh, I wish you could see those ferns. They are coming back so beautifully. Now there's still a lot of dead stuff um, that I'm going to have to cut away and try to you know, clean out so that the new growth can come in, but they are going to be so pretty. And I thought about that as I was watering them. Today, when I got home from work and I thought, wow, isn't that what God does in our lives? Like there's so much dead stuff in our lives. So many things that just don't really mean anything that need to be cut away from one season to the next. So we have to cut those things away, pull those things out and allow the new growth to come up and shine through. I love that. And that's kind of what that reminded me of today when I was watering my ferns. I will definitely take some pictures of them and try to post them on the Walk by Faith with Diana Facebook page so you can see them. I'm I'm really pretty excited about them. God really does give us such beautiful things to look at and just reminders of how he's always doing something new in our lives, but we have to let go of the dead stuff. I love that. That was just such a good lesson for me this week, and especially given some of the crazy things that go on in life, right? Um, so enough about that. We'll move on to what we're going to be talking about this week. And this week, I was reading in Luke chapter 22, and something hit me when I read about Peter denying Jesus and how the rooster crowed. Now, um, I have read, and as we all have, I'm sure, the the part about Peter denying Jesus and then the rooster crowing, We've we've read it many times, no doubt, but something really hit me about the rooster crowing this time. So before I go any further, I want to go ahead and pray and ask the Holy Spirit to just come in and move me out of the way and speak um, what he would have said, because I really want to be able to share with you the way he put it on my heart um, about the rooster crowing and what happens in our own lives when the rooster crows. So let's pray, and then we will dig into some scripture and see what the good Lord's going to give us. Lord, I just come to you today so grateful and so excited that In this passage that we've read so many times, you opened up my eyes as I was reading it to think differently about the rooster crowing. How many times, Lord, have I read about the rooster crowing um, when Peter denied you? But it just hit me this time how you told him that he was going to deny you before the rooster crowed. And he did. But then I just, the way he reacted to it, it just hit me that we need to be reacting um, and listening for when the rooster crows in our lives. Those reminders that that just hit us and say, listen, you're, you're moving in the wrong direction. You need to come back or you need to turn around or turn away from that. Thank you um, for those moments when the rooster crows in our lives. Help us, Lord, to hear that. To understand what it is and to be so close to you, Lord, that we will hear that rooster crowing and that we will stop dead in our tracks and that we will repent, turn away from whatever it is, and then come back and strengthen our brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me of that this past week as I was reading. And I pray for each person who's now listening to this podcast that you would help them see that, Lord, and hear that. Anything that's in their lives, um, that a rooster may be crowing, trying to get their attention and saying, listen, you need to turn from that. Help them, Lord, I pray to hear that. Thank you for your word that speaks so loudly to us, Lord, if we will just listen. And thank you for your word that can also speak so softly in our hearts when we need encouragement and love and direction and guidance. Thank you, Lord, that your word is so strong and so powerful and so sharp. Thank you. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would be with us today as we go through this passage of scripture. Teach us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's go ahead and read. Um, I'm going to start in Luke 22, and I'm going to start with verse 31, because there's just so much to be able to um, just draw from this scripture as it progresses into Peter denying the Lord, and just so much that we can draw from it and then apply to our own lives. So, Luke 22, verse 31 through 34 says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded permission to sift you like wheat. But I prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And you, when once you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. But he said to him, Lord, with you, I am ready to go both to prison and to death. And he said, I say to you, Peter, the rooster will not crow today until you have denied three times that you know me. Now let's go back and pick that scripture apart just a little bit, because there's a lot that we can draw from this. He's saying, and he says his name twice. This is Jesus speaking to Simon Peter. Simon, Simon, behold. He's trying to get his attention. He wants him to listen to what he's saying to him. How many times does the Lord do that to us? Die, die, listen. I want you to hear this. How many times if you put your name there that the Lord is saying to you, listen, I want you to hear this. Satan has demanded permission to sift you like wheat. Now, There's a lot that we can draw from that. One, we understand that the Lord was was getting Simon's attention. He's calling him twice and saying, listen, behold, I want you to see this. Stop. Listen to what I'm saying to you. Satan has demanded permission. Satan has come and asked permission, very strongly saying, I want this to happen. I want to do this. But he has to get permission. And he has, has sought permission to sift Simon, like wheat. Now, the word sift really popped out at me when I read this scripture because I make biscuits. And when I make biscuits, before I make the biscuits, I sift my flour. And the reason that I sift my flour is because I want to get all of the good the good flour through the sift and leave all the lumps and the hard things in the sift. I only want the good flour when I make my biscuits. And that is exactly what happens here. Though Satan wants to sift him like wheat, the sifting, the shaking, the getting rid of all the hard spots and the the hard things and the bad parts in the flour and in the wheat is going to make Peter a better Christian, a stronger Christian. But Satan's trying to shake his world up, shake him all up. And that's the same thing he does to us. And I don't want us to miss that because Satan has asked permission to shake him up. And that's what Satan does to us. But Jesus said, but I prayed for you. And I don't want us ever to forget that. I want you to take great comfort in that. Jesus said immediately, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded permission to sift you like wheat, but I prayed for you. How powerful is that to know that the Lord Jesus has prayed for us? That your faith may not fail. Now, it doesn't mean that we're not going to falter. It doesn't mean that we're not going to be shaken. The very word sift is to shake. So we're going to shake. We're going to be shaken. But he prayed that our faith would not fail. And then he says, And you, Peter, when once you have turned again. And he didn't say if. He said, when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. So that's what happens in our lives. We walk through something. We go through something. Satan shakes us all up and and the Lord allows us to be shaken, to shake out the good from the bad so that we will draw closer to the Lord be strengthened in the Lord, and be able to strengthen our brothers. Be encouraged by that. Now, Peter says to him, Lord, with you, I'm ready to go both to prison and to death. Now, how many times do we think that in our own lives? I'm good. I'm a strong Christian. I'm good. I'm okay. But we're really not. We don't know. We, we don't understand that outside of the Lord and in our own arrogance— We will fall. We have to be humble before the Lord. In humility is where there is so much strength. When you look at Jesus all through his life, Jesus was very humble in his life. He knew who he was. And we need to know who we are in the Lord. But we walk humbly with the Lord because the Lord is our strength. And outside of him, we can do nothing. But Jesus said to him, I'm telling you, Peter, the rooster will not crow today until you have denied me three times. Now in our own minds, we're sitting there thinking, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to step outside of God's will. I'm not going to sin. I'm not going to mess up, but we will. We will. We are so vulnerable to be shaken by Satan if we are not walking humbly with the Lord. We cannot rely on our own strength. It doesn't matter what I'm ready to do. It matters what the Lord Jesus is calling me to do and only in his strength. Now, let's look at Luke 22:54 54 through 62. Now, they arrested Jesus and led him away and brought him to the house of the high priest. But Peter was following at a distance He was still following him, but he was following him at a distance. Now, if you look back up in Luke 22, verse 50, that's where when they came to the garden to take Jesus away, Peter jumped up and and struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his right ear. So he was very um, ready to fight then and all up in arms then. But can you imagine when they took Jesus out of the garden and started taking him away Can you imagine how his world began to shake? So all of that um, confidence, uh, all of that righteous arrogance, if you will, that he was portraying before seems to be um, settling down just a little bit. And don't we do that in our own lives? Like we're all good until something happens. And then we are just shaken to our core. And that's when we know we must run to the Lord, because that's where we get our strength from. Only in running to the Lord, scripture, prayer, surrounding ourselves by people who will help hold us accountable and push us back into the word of God and into church and to the things that will draw us closer to the Lord. That's where we get our strength. So verse 54, now they arrested him, Jesus, and led him away and brought him to the house of the high priest. But Peter was following at a distance. After they kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter was sitting among them. And a slave woman, seeing him as he sat in the firelight and staring at him, said, This man was with him as well. But Peter denied it, saying, I do not know him, woman. And a little later, another person saw him and said, you are one of them, too. But Peter said, man, I am not. And after about an hour had passed, some other man began to insist, saying, certainly this man also was with him, for he, too, is a Galilean. But Peter said, and I want you to listen to this verse. These next two verses, especially. Man, I do not know what you're talking about. And immediately, while he was still speaking, a rooster crowed. Okay, he was in the middle of denying Jesus the third time. And Jesus had told him that he would. And Peter was like, no, I'm not. I'll follow you even to death. He was in the middle of denying Jesus and the rooster crowed. Now, I want to ask you, what are we in the middle of that the rooster is crowing, that we need to stop dead in our tracks and turn away from it and turn back to God? What is happening in our lives? What is the rooster that's crowing so loudly, trying to get our attention and saying, you're messing up, turn around, turn from that, come back to God, go back to church, go back to scripture, go back to, your, to the word. Go back to prayer, turn from that, draw closer to the Lord. There's a rooster crowing in our lives. That's what hit me this week as I read that. I'm like, wow, what is the rooster that's crowing in my life that's trying to get my attention? So, verse 61 says, And then the Lord turned and looked at Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord. He remembered the word that the Lord had told him before a rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And this is so important. Peter went out and wept bitterly. That's what we need to do. We need to listen to the rooster that's crowing in our lives, reminding us, listen, you've you've gone too far. You're moving in the wrong direction. Turn around. You've sinned. Come back to the Lord. So what is the rooster that's crowing in your life? Do you hear a rooster crowing saying, come back, like turn around? You've gone too far. What's that warning sign, that warning sound that is coming, that saying, you've gone too far. You need to turn around and come back to me. I love that Peter said, that Peter turned when Jesus saw him. Peter immediately was so sorry. And he went out and wept bitterly. Do we understand how important it is to recognize where we are in our walk with the Lord? To understand that there are those times in our lives when we turn from the Lord and we deny him. Now, we may not say the words, I don't know who he is. I don't know him. We may be all prim and proper and still saying, I love the Lord. But what are our actions saying? what is our true heart saying? What is our mindset saying? Are we reading God's word? Are we studying God's word? Are we going to church? Are we staying in um, fellowship with those people who will help hold us accountable and pull us back into God's word and prayer do we have those people who will help hold us accountable? When the rooster crows in our lives, do we hear it? Do we ignore it? Or do we even understand that there's a rooster crowing in our lives that's saying, you messed up. You need to, t- to stop and turn around. Repent of this and come back to the Lord Scripture says that Peter, and I want to read that again because it's so important that we remember what he says here. Certainly this man also was with him, for he too is a Galilean. And in verse 60 it says, But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you're talking about. Now he was vehemently denying that he knew the Lord at this point. And I believe a lot of times it, we do things either because we're afraid, because we're in a situation or circumstances around us have caused us to be um, just kind of out of sorts. We may not even recognize or realize how serious it is that, that we're moving away from the Lord. I think in this situation, if you put yourself in Peter's um, shoes, he's not sure what's happening here. And he's just trying to follow Jesus and find out what's going to happen. I don't even know that he was consciously thinking about the fact that he's denying the Lord, just like Jesus said he would. What is going on in our own lives where we are denying that we even know the Lord without even consciously thinking about it? What is going on in our own lives? Now, of course, Peter knew the words that were coming out of his mouth were denials of the Lord. He knew that. But in his spirit, did he even really think about the fact that Jesus had just told him, you're going to deny me three times before the rooster crows? But when the rooster crowed, immediately Peter remembered. That's what I'm talking about. Do we immediately recognize that we have messed up? Peter was close to Jesus. He was listening to Jesus. Are we close to Jesus? Are we listening to Jesus? Are we digging in his word? Are we praying? Are we going to church? Are we doing those things that would give us a yieldable spirit that when the rooster crows in our lives, and he will crow because we all have things in our lives that are not of God that we have to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's the rooster crowing. I need to turn from this. I've gone too far here. I need to turn back to the Lord. Do we immediately recognize that? Because it says it says that in verse 61, and then the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Are we, do we recognize that the Lord is looking at us? The rooster is crowing. The Lord is looking at us and we need to repent. It says that in 62, and he went out and wept bitterly. Are we sorry for the sin that we've allowed in our lives that is turning us away from Jesus and keeping us from walking closely with the Lord? Will we listen to the rooster crowing, that warning that the Holy Spirit gives us and says, you're not, this is not right. This is not of God. Everything that we do is to be done as if we're doing it for God. Everything. Do we even realize that and recognize that? And when we do hear the rooster crow in our lives, that is that warning sound that says, hold up, you need to turn from that. Do we listen? Do we then see Jesus and recognize that he is looking at us? And then do we turn from the sin and come back to Jesus? Are we sorry that we have committed the sin? Are we sorry that we have walked away from Jesus? Whatever it is, we might not even think that it's such a big deal, but anything, anything in our lives that draws us away from God, anything that draws us away from reading His Word, anything that draws us away from our prayer time, anything that keeps us from from gathering together corporately with with the Lord's people with our brothers and sisters. Those are things that we should be hearing a rooster crowing in our lives saying, listen, that's not right. As I close today, my prayer is that we will hear the rooster crow and that we will stop dead in our tracks and say, "Uh uh-oh, wait a minute, what is happening here? What have I done? What have I gone? What have I allowed in my life that is drawing me away from God? And then that we would turn and that we would repent and weep bitterly over anything that we've allowed in our lives that would keep us from being close to our Lord. That is my prayer today as I close. And I hope you'll pray for me too in that because that that passage of scripture just really hit me this week. It's like, what am I allowing in my life that would draw me away from God? Do I hear a rooster crowing warning me Listen, you need to stop and think about this. You need to get back into your word. You need to go to church. You need to read your Bible and pray. Those are the things that will help keep us close in our spirit to the Lord. So I will be praying for you this week as I know you're going to be hearing now and listening for things that are going to remind you of where you are in your walk with the Lord. Know that I'll be praying for you and I ask you to do the same thing um, for me. Because we're all going to be challenged in this now. We've heard about it. We've listened to it. We have a new way of thinking. So we're going to be challenged in it. I'll be praying for you um, that when you're challenged and as you recognize that you will turn to the Lord immediately and say, Lord, help me. And He will. I thank you so much for listening to me today. I pray that you will have a wonderful week. I pray that as you're challenged, that you will just draw closer to the Lord. Um, again, know that I will be lifting you up this week. And again, please pray for me um, this week, as I know we're all going to be challenged. Please don't forget to visit my website at www.walkmyfaithwithdiana.com. Download and review the podcast. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and iHeart, and Stitcher, um, and follow and like our Walk by Faith with Diana Facebook page, and I will try my best to get some pictures of um, my ferns up on the Facebook page so you guys can see them, and I would love to share that with you because I just love seeing um, the Lord bring something that looks so dead back to life. I, I know that only God can do that. I pray that you have a wonderful week as you walk by faith and not by sight. God bless you.